This talk is offered by Ordinary Minds Zen teacher Andrew Tutel. Andrew is an Australian Dharma heir of Barry Majid and is dedicated to extending Barry's vision of a psychologically minded Zen practice adapted to the needs of students practicing in the context of their everyday lives. Find out more at ordinarymind.com.au. Andrew's Zen teachings are made possible by donations from people like you. Another story from the uh, Gateless Barrier, the collection of koans, case 7. Chocho, wash your bowl. The case. A monk said to Chocho, I have just entered this monastery. Please teach me. Chocho said, Have you eaten your rice gruel? The monk said, Yes, I have. Chocho said, Wash your bowl. The monk understood. What did the monk understand? The next task to do is the one above. Yes. What might the rice rule symbolize? Eat your, have you eaten your rice rule? The, the teacher said. It's nourishment. Mm-hmm. And what, what, what might that be? Maybe he's learning. Mm-hmm. Or what is learning in Zen? The Dharma. Yeah. And what do we know? What do monks spend a lot of time doing? So Zen? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So practice. Maybe he's had some realization, practice realization, one would hope. Go together. So he's eaten his rice gruel, he's probably practiced for years. Uh, but he's still searching for an answer of some kind which he thinks he doesn't have. Wash, wash your bowl, wipe the bowl clean, each moment's a new moment. Wipe the bowl clean of all your attachments, fixations, even previous understandings, because even understandings are impermanent. In some ways, the story, these symbols can be interpreted in many different ways, these stories. There's, there's no one correct way. Um, but like if we were to take... Um, um, there's a sense in which in, in, in Zen, in Buddhism in general, uh, it's all about wisdom and compassion. And uh, I don't know who came up with the metaphor of wisdom and compassion being the two birds of the two wings of the bird, but we need both to fly to be free. If we just get stuck on the on the wisdom aspect, um, we can get kind of like stuck in a kind of oneness or a desire to transcend the world in some way. 
Or if we just have the compassion without the wisdom, we can maybe, you know, burn out. The word that's often used in, 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 in Mahayana Buddhism for wisdom is prajna, but keep it simple. Prajna can just simply mean the awareness of this moment, awakening to the awareness of this moment. So in a sense, uh, wisdom uh, is something which is always sudden. It's always this moment. It's always waking to this moment. And uh, in the practice realization of waking to this moment, we, we, we loosen, we loosen up and we start to see, we loosen up our attachments and our fixations to the various aspects of the self-centered dream. We're waking up to reality all the time, waking up to this moment. Sometimes we see where we're caught in the dream, sometimes we don't. When we wake up, we see where we're caught. In the, 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 the text we just read, like even labeling thoughts is a form of waking up. And, uh, and when we're able to become aware of the emotion thoughts that we would normally get caught in, we're waking up. That can only be seen in this moment. That's the sudden, the suddenness of the practice. It's always this moment. It can't be anywhere else where we can realize practice. And then from compassion, doing the next thing is, in a sense, it includes service, work practice, Compassion can be how we relate to our bulls, it can be how we relate to our neighbours. How we go about doing the next thing and, uh, and uh, and also that the practice of the, the wisdom awareness practice as, as that starts to loosen our holding and our gripping and our clinging, it creates the possibility for following the path of, of the compassion's way. Compassion, the path of compassion is the body's upward path. And as you read in the in the, the, the various chapters in Joko's book, she finishes with the service, with the, the path of compassion. The path of, and, uh, um, and the practice principles talk about this as well. You know, we can see how the first two practice... The practice principles are a condensed version of the Four Noble Truths, uh, only said in a more contemporary language. And. Uh, you know, the first two lines are all about the suffering and the cause of suffering, which is the first two noble truths. So when we're caught in the dream of separateness, we suffer, and the cause of the suffering is the holding, the clinging, the attachment, the fixation. And the practice is to start to see that. As we practice more, we start to see that more and more as the barrier. 
And then as we loosen our grip by the second two lines, so um, life as it is, the only teacher, and being just this moment, compassion as well. So it's like the, again, being just this moment is the awareness practice. And then what flows from that is compassion as well. What flows from that is the response of compassion to the next moment. And it also, as we, as we gradually loosen ourselves up through moment by moment practice from our conditioning and our, our past conditioning, our patterns, our habits, our fears, our desires, we become more available to be there for others. We can become more available for the, the path of giving. And um, in, uh, in Mahayana Buddhism, in Zen Buddhism, there are what are known as the six perfections six parameters, which are kind of like embodiments of the, or qualities of the, the enlightened path, the path of the compassion. And the first one is, is, is giving, dana. That um, as we continue to wake up to the self-centered dream, the, the pursuit of something, always waiting to gain something, always thinking as we start to wake up from that, we, we start to turn to the, the next thing which needs to be done. The act of giving. Giving can be giving ourself to the moment, even in Zazen we're giving. We're giving ourselves to this moment. We give ourselves to the next person, maybe who we can give our presence to or the next uh, task we might relate to. We give our presence to the next moment and in return we receive reality. We receive exactly what this moment is. The virtuous cycle of waking up. second sort of uh, perfection which is talked about is uh, sila or morality ethics um, often referred to as the precepts in, uh, in Zen Buddhism but like just see that basically as doing refraining from harm as we walk the path we, we start to develop these, we, we want to, we, we choose to develop these qualities, these enlightened qualities of refraining from harming self and others. The uh, third one is uh, energy and effort. And, uh, as we loosen ourselves up from our 
tightness and our constriction and our self-centered dream. Um, we have more energy in the sense of the capacity just to just to be present. Once we stop chasing after the future all the time, we just walk in more at ease in being here and that opens up more energy. Another perfection is often referred to as tolerance or patience. Uh, again, as we are freeing ourselves from this need to constantly be in control. As we open ourselves up to just flowing with this impermanence of life, then we open up our ability to tolerate and be patient. There's nowhere to go. We're already here. This is the moment. This is it right now. It's not something Even if the present moment is one of pain, we don't have to like our pain, but that's the reality of our life at this point, this moment. We refrain from adding extra bits on top of that. The fifth perfection is um, mindfulness or meditation. And we uh, we know how the, the continuity of practice and maintaining that mindfulness throughout the day then leads us to the, the sixth perfection, which is wisdom, which then opens us up back to giving again. So it's a continuous cycle of wisdom, compassion, wisdom, compassion, receiving, 